Greetings. I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good. You come get the voodoo. Hey, Darren. And you are. Light be with you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, May 9th, 2021, and this is episode 707 entitled The Legion Returns Again. I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my two awesome co hosts. Hello, Constracts. How are you today? I'm feeling fantastic. I'm over-caffeinated, and uh, <laughs> I haven't slept very much, but I've been playing WoW since early in the morning. Oh, good. And Grand Negus, how are you today? I'm I'm okay. Uh, well, technically for me, the day has just started, so it's mm. like 2.30 a.m., so yeah, yeah I was... Mm. Um, Visited my my family, my my mom. Uh, Why? Because it's day, is obviously. It, oh, because it's Mother's Day over there as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Is it actually tomorrow where you are? <laughs> it is. It is tomorrow. today. It is. It is today. always today. Yeah. For me. Yeah. yeah. Depends and, and upon <laughs> relations to like where you are. Right. Right. And a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, except for in Australia. I think they celebrate a different day, Australia. I don't know. It's, some of them do, some of them don't. Well, for anybody, anybody who's a mother, happy Mother's Day. Exactly. And, yeah. and how are you doing, Aprilia? I am doing very well. I've had a good week, and I feel good. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I've been on Weight Watchers, and I'm feel like I'm losing and eating healthier. I did go to a casino today. Oh, yeah. I will never do that again. Um, Was it an all-you-can-eat buffet there? No, you can't do that anymore. Oh, no, that's right. They removed that. You no longer have the option. No, it was very creepy. You know, every other seat was taken out. It was just, yeah, I thought it was going to be more fun than it was, and... But uh, I went with my friend, uh, my friend Jackie. Hi, Jackie. And she needed, it was good for us. We had got to spend some time together. It was my first time out, you know. Um, we were both. After. Since the pandemic, yes. We are both vaccinated, so it, it yeah. felt okay to be out. You know, it wasn't. Cool. Scary, scary. <sighs> Anyways, what's what's going on this week? Oh yes, of course, it is Children's Week, right? Yeah, until until tomorrow. tomorrow. Until tomorrow, yep. Till Monday, so yeah, we have we still have or 
Um, actually, I noticed someone told me on Vanilla we had Children's Week, and that was a week earlier. Oh. We did? Yep. I don't know why. I have no clue. <laughs> and uh, there is obviously no calendar in Vanilla, right. so no one right. told you. It's got to be was just word of mouth so, or what you stump what quest yeah basically word of mouth yeah or if you like went by the, the by orphan the, lady um, mm-hmm. orphanage and talked to the orphan lady because she didn't have a quest for me when i went there i had to talk to her to then get the quest like so you oh. couldn't even see the exclamation mark it's wow. almost like they make it harder in vanilla. Oh, yeah, it's like they hide it. <laughs> yes. So I had the, the it, it was like, what is this nice word? It was fortuitous for me. <laughs> right. It's that someone told me that you could do this until the next day of when I initially was told. Mm. So I went there with, went and did the question with three characters. Mm. I got myself some, uh, three three pets. Right. Uh, two, two turtles and a piggy. Because I didn't feel like the rat was the right, right. was the right. right pet to get, so bitey. <laughs> yeah, again. So, what you do for the people that don't know is you go. There is this guy, or there is the quest to go to three, or there is are the quests to go to three different places. With your orphan. With my right. orphan. Um, one is Ratchet, the dogs. One is the um, the border between no, uh, Barons and Ashenvale. Mm-hmm. And the third is, is that the, the throne room. What? Is that the ramparts? No, I think it's something else. Okay, never mind. I think they call something something ramparts, yeah. Yeah, hell, yeah, okay. And the third is the throne room in uh, Lordaeron. Mm. So, and then you get the quest to go uh, to go to um, to Kern Bloodhoof mm, right. and get his uh, his hoof print which she then promptly signs. Right. And then you have to buy your orphan a ice cream. An ice cream. <laughs> which you can do one of two ways. You can either go to a goblin vendor that basically stands in the middle of the square in Orgma, or you could go somewhere else, like totally out of the way. Tanaris somewhere, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. I, I I haven't been there since mm. I bought it. I bought five 
a stack of five because mm. right. that's the minimum stack size that you could buy. And then I sent them off to my other three tunes. Oh, that's smart. So, yeah. Mm. And, um, that was basically... And then you brought the, the orphan back. You don't get a, a, a thank you mail from the orphan, though. Mm. And they don't act out the, the experience. You don't get a, oh, this is nice, and look at this and that. You only get the quest text for when you turn it in. So mm. I see. You can cle- clearly see that the game hasn't progressed as far with all the intricate uh, interactions between NPC and, and, and your character. Mm. Um, you also don't yeah. get to take it to war to show it where mommy and daddy died. <laughs> well, that is because that was only a thing when the... Uh, PvP came to effect. No, 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 no. Oh. That was because of the achievement. Mm. That had... That, that wasn't, has never, is still not oh. a quest, though. Oh, it's just, it's, an just a, it's just an achievement. Right, okay. That makes sense. Right. So, so, same as the hearth away while you're, like, basically leave your orphan behind. <laughs> right. That's not a quest, it's no, just it's an, an achievement. achievement. Right, oh, wow. And since there aren't any achievements yet, and there won't be in BC either. That's uh, not a thing yet. Mm. Now, once, once um, Burning Crusade classic, no, uh, one, no, no, Burning Crusade is what we get now. Mm. Once uh, Lich King classic comes out, that's when we are going to get uh, achievements. Mm. So then, with three point oh point. Two, I believe, was was the initial pre-patch. That's when they introduce the um, the achievements. So we'll see what if it initially includes all the things for the various um, holidays or whatnot. But again, we'll see. So, yeah, that's Children's Week, a little detour into classic Children's Week. Um, That is going to end on retail tomorrow, May 10th. Um, Also ending on Monday is Chorus of Dead Souls, the the Torghast thing. Um, then ending on Tuesday, we have the Battleground bonus event. And then beginning, we have on Monday, we have the Spring Balloon Festival. Oh, yeah. That is a one of the micro-holidays that lasts three days from Monday to Wednesday from the 10th to the 12th. Yep. And then on Tuesday, we have 
or we get the Shadowlands dungeon event and we get the PvP brawl on South Shore versus Terran Mill. So that is what we are going to see happening this week. Now I've been hinting at, or we in the title, we've been hinting at something, something Legion. Right. And we've heard so <laughs> much about that, uh, that organization that uh, those people, demons and void walkers and Sargeras and killed Jaden and Illidan and all those people. We've heard whispers and God knows what, and we killed 742 of them like multiple times. But apparently we can't get rid of them. So here we go again. Um, on May the 19th, we are going to see the pre-patch for TBC Classic launch. Oh, nice. May 18th. Um, and then the expansion itself is going to launch in a global launch fashion like we had the last launches, uh, the simultaneous launches uh, on June 1st. So around the June 1st um, midnight hour, where depending upon where you are in the world, it's going to be a couple of hours early or a couple of hours late. So... It's um, June 1st, midnight, I think, uh, what is it, uh, GMT? Yeah, I think GMT is, is the, the time that they uh, base the whole thing on. So... At least that's, that's what I what I think it is. Because if I remember correctly, we have the oh, where is it? I there we go. Need to find the right window here. Right. Um so you have, um, yeah, it's what I said. It's uh, Europe is 11 p.m. because they are um, one hour behind because it's... Uh, Anyway, do your math. It's, right. it's GM, GMT is 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 the no Paris, 
Let me see. It, it, it's here on the map. It's 12 a.m. Central European Standard Time. Mm. That's what it is, according to the map that they've shown here. Mm. So it's, yeah, because apparently they still have a suitcase in Paris, which I didn't know they still had. Uh, so, yeah, so it's 3 p.m. Um, in L.A. In Paris? What does that mean? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember they have, um, they closed their offices. Oh, okay, gotcha, right in Paris and moved all their stuff to, to Ireland. Right, but they still have something in Paris. Got you. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, okay, got you. Yeah. That makes sense. At least the reference point. So that might be what what's in the suitcase. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, and then the furthest to the other side is the Australian... Eastern Standard Time because they don't have their their uh, daylight savings. That's eight a.m. for them. So liter time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's when when the thing is going to launch on June the first. And then that's not the controversial thing because we had all these global launches, we have had them plenty of times, like at least three times so far that I can remember. We had the last two WOW expansions and then I think we had the Warcraft 3 remastered. Right. On a global launch as well, I can't remember exactly, but something to that effect. So we had at least the two previous expansions from WoW we had on a global launch. Uh, so the controversial thing this time is something called the Digital Deluxe Edition Upgrade. And that is something that apparently has people up in arms. Like, PvP is nothing compared to that. Mm. It's like really almost, yeah, it's it's funny that it's, that we got to have we have to talk about this because Blizzard really, in my opinion, I don't know why why they do it is is play and normally I'm 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 not someone to to tell a company that they shouldn't do something. Right. But <laughs> but if 
you make it so blatantly obvious, mm -hmm. you have to be called out on it. So what we had with Classic was basically a game that was as close to the original experience as we could have. Because that's what we all wanted. Then they added server transfers as they did uh, eventually for retail, but right. way, way earlier. First, they, they added them for free. Then they started charging for them. And, uh, yeah, now they uh, talk about adding uh, classic tokens to the, to the game. So, like, really watering down the classic experience. And now they come with this Remember, we had the, all the um, all the collector's editions, right? Where the only thing you got was the physical stuff, and the only in-game thing that you got was the pets, right? Like in in uh, vanilla and in uh, in Burning Crusade and in any other uh, collector's edition, you got a, a pet initially, and then they eventually added a mount as well. But that was like way later. Now, with the digital deluxe edition, we, and it, it's digital. There is not a single item that's physical. No mouse pad, no map. Nothing, no just just mm. digital content. Mm. So nothing you can like have at home and put on your shelf. Mm. Mm. What you get is you get a reawakened phase hunter, like those uh, Heidi, those those phase hunter. Uh, things that, that disappear from time to time and then walk around you and then pop up again and then bite you in the butt, basically. Those uh, um, in a digitally watered-down version, so it fits with the uh, polygons and whatnot of the game, um, a creature that draws on the otherworldly energies that transformed Draenor into Outland for use only in the Burning Crusade Classic and designed to match the look of the original expansion. That's what I meant with, with, with lower polygon count. And, huh? So... Uh -huh. Additionally, you get the Viridian Phase Hunter, another Phase Hunter mount, a variant for the modern WoW 
including Shadowlands and reflecting the game's current visual style. So what they are doing, obviously, is providing you two digital items, one for exclusive use in Classic and one for exclusive use in retail. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So if you want this exclusive mount mm -hmm. for your mount count in retail, you have to pay the classic digital deluxe edition. Mm. No other way to get it. Which I find... Um, Off-putting. Yeah, that would be very... Very mild word, mildly <laughs> worded, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, the price tag on this digital deluxe edition is like 70 or 80 bucks. Mm. Mm. So, not, not a cheap thing, not like a, a, a thing that's like 30 or 40. No, no, it's like up there with the real, normal, uh, physical box. Right. I think it's 80. It might be 70, but I think it's 80. Um, so you get the two mounts, one for each game. Then you get a Dark Portal Hearthstone that is basically a replacement with a granted awesome animation for your hearth, for, for a hearthstone effect that basically creates a dark portal around you while you hearth out. Looks awesome. That is it's 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 absolutely insane. Uh the only issue is it's a previously released old TCG item. Right. Oh. It's not even uniquely created. Oh, well, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> so, the, so the people that had it, that already have the... the uh, and they got it because they purchased a card. Yep. Yeah. Same with the Path of Illidan, which is like a, uh, when you use your rocket boots as an engineer, you have this fire uh, path behind you, burning behind you on your feet. Right. Or if you have the, so this is basically the Path of Illidan is a toy. Mm. So they introduce a toy now where the um, uh, for the burning crusade, which again, uh, um, which causes your character's footsteps to leave flickering fell fire. Yeah, I remember that. That was a, a in, big deal. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. This item is previously released as a TCG loot card as well. Mm. So another non-exclusive item. They're just... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get the thing... This is kind of like change, pocket change, mm. with regards to what, what, what people are up in arms about, I, I figure. The real kicker comes now, at least for me. The Dark Portal Path, which boosts one character to level 58, same restrictions as the standalone portal pass apply, mm. which are you cannot boost a Draenei, you cannot boost a Blood Elf because they are the new races. Um, when did we get our first boosts? Wasn't it? Like something, something, Pandaria in retail back then. Oh. Question. Oh, the first character boost. Um, Pandaria, if I, if I, I remember, it was Pandaria because you could uh, you could you could have everything but a Pandaren um, monk. Exactly my point. Yeah. So they have the same restrictions here. You can't have uh, Draenei and you can't have uh, Blood Elf. So this is like way earlier than that. And this screws with the, with the entire understanding of classic being what it was, classic. They introduced these uh, modern style retail aspects into the game which have no place at all in classic so and one and notice what I said earlier the dark portal pass and then you have um, the standalone dark portal pass Right. Be because you can buy this digital deluxe thing and get a dark portal pass, the boost, but you can also buy the standalone for, I think, 45 bucks, 35, 45. Uh, for, for the same effect. Mm. So, hypothetically, I am going to say, oh yeah, I want to boost my hunter. Mm. Or I want another hunter. Or I want my warlock boosted. So I'm, I create a warlock on the 18th, I'm buying a, a boost, boosting the, and I boost my, my Warlock to 58. And then a week later, I decide, hmm, you know what? I want that, 
that that mount and I want all the goodies there and oh yeah get, getting a second boost wouldn't be half bad either because I can then boost another character so I buy the the um, the digital deluxe edition upgrade as well only to find out that when I click on the button to boost my newly created character after I already boosted my warlock, right. it tells me, yeah, you suck because only one boost per account. Um, does it use the terminology you suck? Or <laughs> Basically, it could because that's... <laughs> That's, that's what, how you feel. What, that, that's what the result, mental result of, of, of uh, yeah, your mental state would be. At least in my opinion. So, you can only have one boost. So, you better be sure what you want to buy and under what conditions you want to buy what and when. Because if you buy one and then the other, or five, because I guarantee you that Blizzard will not prevent you from buying a standalone boost after you bought the digital deluxe upgrade. Mm. I guarantee you, they'll gladly take your money. In the same way, the other way around. they gladly do that. So, and that is something that, yeah, I don't find funny at all. Not in the, not in the least. It's something that, uh, yeah, the fact that it shouldn't be there in the first place makes it even worse. So... Okay, so what does the boost include? It includes uh, the apprentice riding skill, which is the 60% ground speed, which costs um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not free, but they definitely could give you could give you some something more for it. Um, the race-specific mount you get, uh, weapons, all weapon skills that you need up on up to level fifty-eight. Access to certain flight paths, which, in my opinion, would most likely be all the Hellfire Peninsula ones and Shatrath. And if you're lucky, you get um, Zanga Marsh and Terracar Forest, but I I highly doubt Terracar Forest. But yeah. You get you get up to 
four rune cloth bags, 14 slots each. Mm. What is up to mean? Is, are there differences between 158 boost and another? A, f- one f- a 58 boost is a 58 boost. What, what, what is the specificity of, of the difference? It, I, don't, I don't understand. Anyway, a, a, a little bit of gold to start your journey. Um, and 30 days of game time. So, and again, here we have 30 days again. Which is strange because you can only buy 60 days now. <laughs> right? Right. You can't buy 30 days anymore. But Blizzard can, apparently. At least, so, yeah, it's it's all a little off-putting. Yeah. And then we have another thing that they want to make money off, and that's character cloning. What? Which, yeah. So if now, this you is in pro- classic. Yes. Okay. So what? What is character cloning? You might ask. Mm. It is basically now that we progress with our tunes into BC, mm-hmm. the the entire mechanics. And the the entire games get updated, like with like each like like it gets with each new expansions. All the spells change, the maximum level changes, the skill tree changes and expands, all that stuff. The access to the dark portal is granted, and so forth. So what if I want to stay in vanilla with my character. I don't want to play in BC. I want to keep my old skill tree mm. as a level. I will. I want to stay level sixty. So what they've come up with is a way to do that which means they are going to clone your character. Tech, if you want, no, that's, that's not right. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling the truth. You can pick when, uh, on May 18th, you can pick if your character should proceed into the Burning Crusade or stay behind. And, and stay at level 60. If you choose to stay at level 60, your character won't change. It will just be transferred to a new realm. Because the realms that exist at the moment will be the realms that will go forth and become the Burning Crusade realms but the people that choose to go uh, to stay 
with their characters as vanilla characters, they will be transferred off the server and then put on new servers. Now, the character cloning comes in when, and this is where I was a little unspecific, when you choose to stay behind as a vanilla character and you want to progress into BC at the same time with the same character. So what you then can do is ask for a cloning process, a cloning service, right. which means that Blizzard is going to clone your character and have one copy go forward into BC and one copy staying behind on the new server. Oh, that's interesting. But they still will be the same characters. Right. Just, just two different copies. The problem, though, is there's a price tag for that service. And that price tag is $35. Oh. Uh -huh. Oh. Yeah. There's a profit to be had, it seems. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm not sure if uh, if Bobby Kotek, uh, if he hasn't, let's put it this way, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if he had watched a certain TV show that I'm a huge fan of. Mm. And uh, he has taken quite a liking of a one specific race and their uh, economical uh, um, endeavors. Mm. Right. So I haven't seen his ears lately, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean... Uh, Ferengis and goblins look alike, right? They're they're both short. Yeah. Yeah, and they both have big ears. Right. And they sort of have green skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Bobby Kotek is like uh yeah, he yeah. is uh it it is something that uh I don't I don't know, it's something mm -hmm. that, that I just can't can't condone. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, if it's $10, $10, it's already on the, on the verge of being too much. Right. But $35 to get a clone? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I really, really don't know. It's something that, uh, yeah, Blizzard or Activision has its its claws around Blizzard's neck, <laughs> and they're squeezing quite hard to to get the money out of them. Yeah, 
And mm. uh, it's never has it been more obvious than with this. So, yeah, there's as nice as it is to get to the Burning Crusade. Um, it's it's all it's always the the fact is nice, but the circumstances suck. Yeah. That's around them. Right. Yeah. So at least that's that's how I how I see it. Mm. So yeah, so that's basically the other things that I want to talk about with regards to what's what's on my mind that don't that that doesn't uh that's a thing that doesn't um doesn't have anything to do with with classics so I'll leave that for for my segment so let's get into our weeks I would say okie doke I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's very comforting. (laughs) Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. (laughs) Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constracts, how's your weekend wow been? Uh, My weekend wow started um, sometime on Thursday. I... um, Want, I wanted to do my dailies, as in the new form of dailies, which is the um, the uh, grind of um, the the new uh, mana, <laughs> the new purple purple mana, which the uh, the withered were afflicted with. Now we're afflicted with the uh, the anima grind. <laughs> I think Blizzard. Uh, sort of have a sense of humor about these things. They uh, they put them in the game, and they they expect that we're gonna keep on doing it. And they they know as long as we're sub, we 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 have that itch to progress. And uh, if it's not pet battles, then it's mounts. If it's not mounts, then it's um, uh, various different things in the game. And uh, I was uh, surfing around um, Earthen Ring earlier looking for a mount for April and um, for Aprilian and uh, April. somebody swooped in and took them out <laughs> about 20 minutes before she showed up. So I'm like, ah, I hate when that at the start over. Well, it is what it is, you know, like they were prepared mm-hmm. and I kept seeing this druid following the same flight path that I was on. So I was like, ah, they were, um, um, hunting high, high and low for this uh, other mount that I was look, looking for as well, and it just beat me to the punch, which is fine. I mean, you, you can't win every single time you play the game. That's why it's called the game, is because you win some, you lose some. Right. And um, I'm I'm not a sore loser. I'm just gonna look around it for uh, another opportunity to gift her the mount, and when I have it, I will summon her and. 
it will be that. That that's all good. These things happen. Yeah. Um, other than that, my weekend wow, I have been uh, clashing in and out of game with my chores. I've been uh, repeating content for Anima, uh, doing world quests. I actually tried to figure out the Anima conduit thing um, because there's a. Uh, small offerings that you can have to pay for uh, different things in the game. And I didn't know how to get those, but apparently, as Grand Negus was saying, the Anima Conduit machine is the kind of the um, the mechanism the to that. Like, yeah, the, the key, key to, to that. Yep. So I, um, I started a quest that cost me 25 Anima to power up the um, the the anima machine that I'd never done before. And it, uh, what it did is it provided a new world quest, which wasn't too hard. I mean, it took me maybe five minutes to do the world quest. So I was uh, quite happy with that. And, um, then I got my two offerings and now I know that if I want to do dailies, I can get them on a fairly regular basis. And once you upgraded to, the highest level, then you get more options for more dailies, which is fine. I mean, it's, uh, you get 125 rep for the one I did. You get 125 rep for um, uh, the Court of Harvester, which I've already maxed out that rep. I've got a Paragon cash for them this week, which, you know, is not a bad deal. I mean, you get 3,500 gold, which is... Uh, nothing to sneeze at. I mean, right. everybody loves gold. <laughs> I'll keep collecting. And um, right now I'm still looking for that mount for a Perlin. I sold um, haphazardly three vials of the sand this week. Oh, nice. I did not sell them. I did not sell them for the full price. I sold them at a discount. And uh, whoever bought them, thank you for uh filling my coffers. <laughs> I've made some more vials of sand that I've listed. It's not always possible to buy the mats on the auction house because the auction house does run out of mats at one point and then you have to go farm it yourself, which it's at a discount if you farm it yourself because it, then it costs you your time. So I do that from some time, from time to time. Like there's no... There's no affordable volatile life on the auction house. All the volatile life that's there is like three or four times the price. So um, if you if you buy it off the auction house, you're not you're not going to make as much profit. So that's what I do is I sometimes farm it, and uh, I hope that um, I I find a couple of rares here and there, and that way I'm able to um, knock out some achievements at the same time. Um, I've done the mission table quite a bit on my iPhone 12 Pro Max, which is really nice because the, um, the phone works beautifully with the, uh, the, uh, upgrades that they've done to the mobile thing. It's, um, it's really smooth. I mean, I was using iPhone 6S and it was taking a long, long time to load. So I guess my phone was too old. Um, it was a older, an eight-year-old Apple device, and it was uh, it was struggling to keep up. So how do you but do on, your mission table from your phone? 
Well, you have to open up the mission table first. So you have to go to your covenant. You have to do a couple of quests. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then when you go to Torgas, you'll get a follower. And then the follower can go on missions. Mm. And then you also you also get like little helpers. You, you get um, guys who cost you one anima to send on the mission with the, the follower. So okay, let's gotcha. say you only have two followers. You can have three guys that you you borrow from the mission table to go with your your um, your your kind of rookie. Mm-hmm. Until you get them to level 12. And at level 12, you always have XP missions that are up. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm at level 52. So um, they're gradually making progress to uh, learn the different um, things that they have to do to gain levels. And I'm hoping to get them to level 60. Because when you get them, you get three of them to level 60, you get an achievement. So that's what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Um I have put the in back in the lunar fall in back in my garrison the warlords Draenor. It cost me three hundred resources, and I upgraded it to level two. And uh, level two, you can recruit more followers. And if you recruit more followers, I'm told I'm told there's over five hundred followers. So that should take uh, ten years. Two hundred years. 200. 280 something per side so Mm. it's a combined count yeah it should be be close to 10 years 5 or 10 years to get them all (laughs) and and at some point I'm I'm sure like the the table of followers will dry up there will be no more that you can um, earn eventually once you've gotten them all yeah so I'm I'm fairly happy with that challenge. Um, I don't I don't mind doing stuff uh, like that because it uh, it makes me feel like I'm doing progress in the game. And of course, once you get them, you level them, and once you level them, you equip them to six, I level six seventy five. Once you equip them to I level six seventy five, you deactivate one and you recruit another. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so why not? I have Harrison Jones. And I have uh, Matt Pagel, and I have a whole bunch of followers. But there's a couple missions that aren't 100% for the um, for the Apexis shards. And the Apexis shards enable me to buy pets to sell on the auction house. So I do that from time to time as I sell more and more pets on the auction house. <laughs> um, I'm currently looking for ephemeral crystals in Azuna. It's not too bad of a search. You can see them real far away if you have a good monitor on the, um, on like on your uh, draw distance, because they're they're a different color than anything else in the Zuna. So if you pull the camera way, way, way back, or you zoom in until you have a full screen, then uh, what I do is I shrink my um, my mission objectives. And uh, you get the buff for four crystals, but don't loot the fifth one until you're ready to earn them out because then it despawns for anybody else who's doing it. Mm. And I found out that if you realm transfer to a different realm, the four crystals buff from the other realm apply. So if you're doing it to find it for a friend, 
don't click on the last crystal <laughs> because then you claim the amount. And if you already know it, and, and Aprilian's got more than one account, that's why I want to get, get it for her mm-hmm. is because, you know, I, I really enjoy this podcasting thing and I, I feel privileged to give her stuff from time to time. So, <laughs> uh, it makes me feel good. You know, it makes me feel Thank like I'm you. doing something positive. Yeah. And, and I really appreciate it, you know. It's entertainment, right? It's it's all about sharing and uh, having fun. Right. And uh, that's pretty much been my week. I've currently had three out of five crystals. Um, the crystals don't spawn unless you click on the first four crystals. Right. So the first three crystals... We Let's say you don't you know, click on them, yeah. the fourth won't spawn. Right. So you have to click on at least four crystals if you want all five crystals to be present. And what happened is the realm that I was on, I clicked on all four, so they were all present. And, mm. and the druid else. that was flying flying the route behind me, so. he found the fifth crystal, and mm. bada boom, he got his mouth. <laughs> I was like, oops. I have to do it again on a different realm, but it's okay. I don't it's, mind. Uh, it's a it's entertainment a experience. <laughs> yeah, you get to see where on the map the crystals are, and they're not always in the same spot. So, right. yeah, we the only that. thing that I don't like about my UI right now is my um, my action bar for Windows keeps coming up and masking part of my screen oh. and I like having windows so I, I like having windowed mode but I don't know how to make the uh, action bars go away because they keep popping up right getting in the way yeah every time I go close the action bar will pop up and I'm like I don't want the action bar I want to do away with it so I can have the full screen because I streamed for four hours this week mm. and every um I would say 30 minutes or so, my action bar would pop up. And then I would I would lose half my keys because it would mask part of the uh part of the screen. So I was like, ah. So I don't know if there's a option in Windows to keep the action bar from popping up. I guess you have to go full screen or not full screen, but once you go full screen, you don't have all the um the ease of uh, switching between right. different windows if you multi-box. It's, it's always fun to multi-box with multiple windows. Right. And uh, that's been my week. And still looking for those crystals. I'm sure I'll find them. Okay. I just hope I find them before somebody else does. <laughs> Second summon April. Awesome. Thank you. Good week. I get excited. I get giddy and love making mini alts. My dog is trying to poop for the horn and for the alliance. It was funny in my head. Brilliant. How was your week in WoW? Yeah, I've had another slow week, you know, mostly what I've been doing. I, I did Dark Moon Fair last week, and that was a lot of fun. Always a good time at Dark Moon Fair. And then um, this week, I have been mostly, um, you know, dig, dig, digging and um, doing uh, um, 
pet battles, and I went to Winter Spring, and I pet battled up there, and I got a bag of, uh, you know, from, what's her name? The chick, uh, Trixie. I got a sack of pet mm. supplies, and one, yep. of, and one of them in, in the bag was a flawless elemental battle stone, which was Ooh. turned one of my elemental uh, common pets into a blue pet. Right. So I was going through my list of who should I do, who should I do. The tiny snowman is not rare. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's right. Yeah. And I had three at level one, so I decided the tiny snowman deserves to be rare. So I um, turned it rare, and I've been going around to different uh, trainers to level up the tiny snowman. And it's a good pet, too. That's a good choice. Yeah. Oh, oh good. Yeah. I, you know, it was just a, it was just from looking at my list and seeing it. Um, yeah. And then, the, the what's the other one? The the uh, the center's little helper. That's the the, the newest one. Not the rotten, green. Rotten little helper. Yeah, rotten little helper is the next you should. Sure. If you if you get one that's humanoid. Oh, you right. want to go with that. All right. So, and then I went to, you know, our favorite place, warcraftspets.com. And I have 410 unique pets. I have 30 at max level. <laughs> I have mm, 279 nice. duplicates. And I have 51% um, of my pets are rare. So that's not bad. I don't have any epic or legendary. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> um, Nobody has them right now. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> so far, there aren't any in the game, okay. any, any obtainable. Okay. So that makes me feel... I'm ranked number 37th on Earth and Ring. And, um, yeah, so I feel really good playing my little pet battles. Um, I am tempted, though, to go back to Bastion. I know I got discouraged because... You know, I suck. But um, I'm level, uh, Aprilian is level 55 and a half. April is level uh, 52. She's getting ready to ding 53. And, um, yeah, we're both doing pet battles and um, archaeology right now. Uh, I know I need to get out of this, this fear of Bastion. And um, I'm sure I will soon. Part of it was, you know, getting um, getting hit by Alliance tunes, and I did yeah, turn, yeah. turn off uh, War Mode for a little while, but I turned it back yeah, on yeah. now that I'm not there. Um, the oh, XP is so good. Yes, that 10% bonus is really worth it. I did um, download the app. There's a new War. Uh, Wow Companion app. Yeah. And it's kind of neat going in and looking at different things and being able to plan stuff uh, when you're not in game. And uh, I'm learning how to use it. And I, it's just neat to see. You can even see, you know, what your character looks like, what um, equipment they have on and stuff. So it's a little neat, mm -hmm. neat app. And that's about what I've been doing. I know 
I need to get out of this slump and do some more. In fact, I've been thinking maybe I will go back to Bastion later on this week and, and you know, try to do some actual playing. But right now it's dig, dig, dig and pet battles. And that's been my week. I'm sorry. It's nice. Not Have you. Uh, with regards to to Bastion, mm. um, you said you're 55 something. Uh, yeah, Perlian is 55. Yeah, so theoretically you should be eligible once you just focus on the on the main quests mm. to proceed, because this is the. Um, expansion where they introduced if you remember they have those shield type exclamation mark shields mm -hmm. and then they have the normal exclamation marks without the shield uh, thing around it okay if you stick to the quests that have the shield exclamation mark let's stick with that um that's the main storyline right. that takes you straight through any of the four zones with basically ignoring the side quests if you just want to like breeze through it all. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a way for you to get through it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think I'll try that this week. Bastion, here I come. And that's been my week. Yay. Good week. Nice. Yeah. Tell me, Aprilian, did you uh, experience this at Dark Moon Fair mm. where you complete a quest and it goes into a previous expansion for leveling? Mm. Like a profession quest. Oh. Because I, I, I did a quest for... Um, Leatherworking, okay. and I got a level, a skill up in Shadowlands leatherworking, and then also in Kaltir and leatherworking. So it, oh, it's split the points. It's it gave me one point in Shadowlands and four points in Kaltir. Oh, I see what you're saying. I did not notice, <laughs> so I need to check that out. Did you max out in Shadowlands, and then I it gave you the rest? Shadowlands was at 99. Yep, see, there you go. That's oh. the reason. It always, what it does is the Dark Moon Fair uh, skill points are rewarded to you by the, towards the highest learned uh, expansion, the mm. most yeah. current expansion. So if you if you have learned Shadowlands, then it will max out Shadowlands, and then it will go back to the next highest expansion that's not maxed out yet. In your case, it was Coltiran. If you had maxed out Coltiran, it would, would go back to Legion. Oh. If that had been maxed out, it would go back further and further and further, and eventually. Everything is maxed out, and you don't get any more skill points. Right. Okay, that's neat. 
I can see why Blizzard's doing that. That makes sense. All right. The bad thing about that is you can't target. Oh, so say you wanted to you want to work on one and not the yeah. other. It was gonna go it only pick the latest, the latest expansion that you haven't exactly. Right, right. Exactly. You cannot say, Oh, but Blizzard, please give me five points for this expansion's profession. Doesn't work. Part of five, April. Oh, nice. Just need to find the last one and then I can summon you. Awesome. I find it very, very easy to be true. I'm, I'm on a Schoenstein forest of house. It's time for add-on spotlight and a whole bunch of other things with Grand Nagus. Grand Nagus, what do you have for us this week? Uh, the old issue. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be a never-ending story. Mm. Uh, but this is something that I kind of talked about before but not in this fashion I would say it's about moral power okay. so I talked about this last week and a couple of weeks before and whatnot like quite a few times what I've and I mentioned that uh, Ian Hazacostas had talked with, with Preach about it in their latest interview and uh, now Akalon on his podcast has talked about this topic. Uh, it's one of the Twitch slash uh, YouTube streamers. Right. And uh, he has said things that I really would like to expand a little on. Yeah, and could talk you elaborate here a little, a little bit on this? Yeah. Elaborate on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, when he mentioned that um, that apparently, I, I don't know if it's valid, mm. and I don't care if it's valid, but um, it makes sense to a certain point where his statement was that people leaving World of Warcraft are more often than not um, casuals that don't find fun in the game anymore because the hardcore people, the raiders and whatnot, they come back to the game whenever a new tier is released. And then they play through it for a month, uh, do the world first race, and then they leave until the next one comes out, and so forth. So the people that are the casuals that don't have a defined target in mind and have 
different reasons why it doesn't suit them anymore, why they have issues with it, they are the ones that are most likely to leave. So what does that have to do with borrowed power, you might ask? Right, that's well, what I was wondering. <laughs> well, borrowed power, for instance, he said that, uh, Akalonda is, said that for borrowed power to keep its validity, uh, it wouldn't take much on Blizzard's side to do that. Uh, for instance, the Torghast thing. I mentioned a couple of shows ago that Torghast is pure borrowed power because as you go in, you are the character you are with your abilities, and each time you pick up an orb, that enhances your character's abilities uh, in a certain way, that's borrowed power. And at the end, when you leave, all that borrowed power is proof gone again mm. once you exit the tower. So that's a perfect example of borrowed power. Why not keep that as a... Uh, because at the moment, it's Torghast. It's, it's the tower that we see uh, if we look at the, uh, the picture that we all know from, uh, that is so unique, uh, so uh, that is identified with, with uh, Shadowlands, is the, uh, the sky that's shattered, and we see the, the tower of Ice Crown sticking up into the sky and then Torghast coming down. That's Torghast. That's the tower that we climbed that's just coming down from, from the Shadowland side. So what if we were to say, because we have one more tower that no one is talking about at the moment, and that's Karazhan. Oh. What if to keep the mechanics and the play replayability and the content of Karaz uh, of Torgas fresh, Blizzard would put the whole the entire mechanics of Torgas into Karazhan. Make 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 Karaz make a Karazhan version of Torgas. And then add stuff there that is Karazan unique. Like the chess game. No, 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 no. Uh -huh. Just just keep it keep it what it is. Mm -hmm. So and, and then uh you have the same thing with uh, with all the other things that are um that are in the game that we had before, like, for instance, the, the Mage Tower uh, in, in Legion. Those are things that, that, you, can, that you can still um, keep and you can, you can expand upon. And then something that he said we could, uh, Akalon said that, we can we can get that Blizzard has shied away 
from for years and years. And that's player housing. Mm. Mm. Right. So, so, so what if any content that Blizzard has ever made, we have all the art assets because they, they are made, they are part of the game now. So let's say you have a um, you have a house in your garrison. Mm-hmm. You have you talked about your garrison, or constructs talked about the garrison. Yeah. Can't remember. Yeah. So we have the different plots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What if you could model your houses? your town hall or whatnot after um, you're human, so you probably wouldn't change it. But what if you were to have a uh, um, a blood elf or a forsaken? Imagine right. if oh, you yeah, had I could imagine that. Right. a town hall that's shaped uh, uh like a like for instance the the um one of the houses from the starting zone from 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 uh, uh from the blood elf area right, right. um so, yeah tranquilin yeah so what what if what if you had the the uh what if you had, as a Forsaken, you had the the epic purple and black houses, and not the orc huts uh, in in your in your uh, in your uh, horde garrison? What if you had proper walls there, and not the the uh, the wooden uh, pole? Because nothing is more evident than the fact that, uh, and credit where credit is due on the people that that uh, created the uh, art for the for the alliance uh, garrison. That's like a ten out of ten, versus the horde being like a minus negative nine out of ten compared to it at least that's my my point mm. my my uh, what what I think there's like nothing in my opinion that that uh, that is is better there or even close to being acceptable mm. so what if you could slowly but surely convert your houses to your desired design. What if you could, like the fight with Sylvanas that's that's upcoming now, Mm -hmm. what if she were to drop Let's say a window design or a door design Ooh. for for a forsaken house. Right. 
what if um what if uh kale thus in in uh Manchester's terrace on the island were to drop a um a chair or 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 a or a, um a table mm. for blood elf interior design stuff like that that's very interesting yeah what if uh you go into the Draenor, uh waters of Draenor, you go into the Archon Dune and you 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 fight the the Draenei there. What if they drop interior or exterior designs for your for your Draenei buildings? There are so there are endless possibilities. Right. And then you can go and say, oh yeah, we can we can make so many different things. We can have outdoor uh, like the um like the fountain in the in, in the horde area uh, 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 in the no in, in the alliance area what if it what if it's a a a a fountain of of molten lava when you're when you're a a dark a dark iron dwarf <laughs> i mean they could they could you could find the reasoning behind it and like so many so many possibilities that might be a little far fetched but still there's so many things that you could do and you could keep content fresh because there's so many things that you could that you could farm for right and run for under certain conditions, you could keep like like with the island expeditions. Why are island expeditions like why have they been thrown to the side? They've been talking them, hyping them so much when when uh, BFA was current content and now they're just yeah, we'll make them soluble and yeah. No one cares anymore. That's something that I I really really don't like. So you could you have all these different types of enemies on these islands, all the different um, islands themselves with themes. They can drop so many different things. What if you had like armor racks? Do we have armor racks in our uh, in our uh, garrison? On the horde side, the barracks are full of armor racks. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, but but that display armor racks. Oh, I'm not sure. They, there's weapons racks and there's um, various different things. In yeah, the but horde. something where you could like go and display the the. Uh, Gear that you collected. Oh, right. So, me on my on my warlock, 
I want to display my tier two, my nemesis gear on an armor rack or, or, or an armor dummy or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you go and you go and farm a dummy from from the final boss because that needs to drop as well. So you can then display it. So you go into BWL and farm the dummy. And then you can go and put it. That's okay. Then you can display it in your in your garrison. So it's it's something where you could keep people engaged in the game. I remember Matt, when whenever Matthew Rossi from from uh, Blizzard Watch talks about his weapons collection, he has pre, as a warrior. You have, I think, next to the hunter, you have the most. Uh, equipable weapon types and uh, so you can he basically has like every single weapon there is for for his uh, for his warriors and since he only plays warriors there's nothing else for him or well mostly so you could you could go and and uh have all your your tier sets displayed or you can again you, there's so many things you can do and I really can't see why Blizzard has not uh, implemented player housing yet it's such an easy way to keep the player base engaged and that's basically what it's all about. It's about, and that's what I've talked about earlier with the money. I would much rather, as a company, have your $15 a month than I want your, your, your $35 or whatnot uh every two years or every half a year or whatnot, whenever there's something special there. Sure, I'll take both if I can get it, but the base is I need your $15. <laughs> so you'll give me the 35 on top eventually. But if I um if i make you um not want to play anymore then you won't get anything <laughs> you won't get i won't get anything I, right. it'll, it'll be like 50 bucks loss so so that's the thing that that uh, and we've been talking about this for years and up years why why 
And now that we have all these cosmetic abilities with with the um, with the transmog, and remember, we have we have the the um, we have in Pandaria we have the the ranch as well, Sansong Ranch. Uh, the garden, the, the what's it called? Where you go and plant your stuff. The farm. Your, your farm, yeah. Right. So, why why not go and farm two items? One in Dranor, one in Pandaria. Quest starting items. Go on an epic quest to combine them into a portal that takes you from your garrison to your farm and back. So, so many things that you could do. So it's, it's something that I, I, I just don't understand why, why that's not why that's not going to happen like yesterday it's it's just yeah for me yeah i w- i would re- and and then on top of all that that's only player housing what about guild housing right what has the player community said for years upon years? And especially since or in the in the early days after the announcement of of classic. What have what has the community said? It said basically ooh, classic or vanilla was the time when guilds meant something. Right. Now, guilds don't mean nothing. They don't mean anything, sorry. Double negative. So, yeah. They don't mean anything today. It's like, yeah, the only thing you have, basically, is you have a chat, an, an additional chat between people right. that link people. Right. But, you, but you can have that all the same when you create a community nowadays. You can create a community and you don't even need a guild anymore. No. The only thing you might have is like a... What's the perk for, for the guild, the guild bank... Yeah, guild bank, guild uh, cash. You don't you don't even have the faster riding on the on the taxi anymore. And then you have the well, the, um, the the Hearthstone. Yeah, but that's basically it. It's nothing really substantial anymore. So what if you had the Opportunity 
because we still have the guilt achievements. What if our guilt achievements unlocked an item that you could then display in your guild hall? Like, for instance, the legendary weapons achievements that we have. Like for the for the uh, warglaves of Azanoth and for the fangs of the father and for all those um, legendary for uh, Shadow Morn, all those weapons. If if you could hang them in the guild hall somewhere and display them that you had. Uh, as a guild or someone in your guild had obtained them. And then you had a little plaque under it where it said this or that member has obtained it. Yeah, that would be uh, cool. Yeah. So, and then obviously uh, there's so many, so many things that you could do on that would that would make guild runs even more uh, uh, desirable and like same with with if the <coughs> sorry if there if there are things that you can only loot from bosses if you're on a guild run. Mm. So that's that doesn't happen nowadays. If either you get stuff at a certain percentage or criteria other than then uh guild members have to be met. The only the only criteria for for guild kills is the amount of guild members, but that doesn't have any influence on the loot. There is no loot table um, influence there. So I think that that's Another thing where where you could where you could get additional players and new guilds or existing guilds to cooperate more. Can you imagine that you have like a a guild where you they say, oh yeah, we are going to as a guild like a role playing guild. We are, we are going to focus, oh, it's like the day before Shadowlands launches. We're all druids. Let's say it's a druid guild, just for argument's sake. We're all going, we're all going to go into Ardenweald. And we're going to pimp our guild with all the all the weird stuff that we can get, our guild hall is going to basically be as much art and wheel as we can get it to be. 
We're going to run dungeons. We're going to run the raids. We're going to kill all the world bosses or, or, as a, or, or the world boss or the, the rares or whatnot. And then get all the iron wheel stuff for our, for our guild hall. That's something that they could do then. Where I think that's something that uh, that would be really desirable. At least that that's something that I would find really really interesting. Same with with, with Forsaken for for Maldraxxus uh, or with Lightforged. Or, or Draenei, regular Draenei for, for uh, uh, Bastion. Um, and then you have, what what could you put in into the vampire people? I don't know. Anyway. Revendreth. <laughs> yeah, you have a Revendreth. What, what? All the rogues. Yeah, but yeah, but there there aren't any any playable. There isn't isn't a playable race that 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 really fits into or or, or class. Yeah, rogues. Yeah, mm. yeah. But 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 you know you can see where I'm going with this. I think that that's that would be a really great way to keep the player base engaged in the game. And as I said at the outset of my monologue, all or most 99% of the art assets are there already. Blizzard wouldn't have to create new stuff or hardly anything. For instance, the the, uh, the example that they had was uh, when the, when uh, when uh, Akalon talked about it was if you if you're in Revendreth and you're a, a Revendreth fan, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be nice to have those Revendreth? Uh, anima containers, those red anima containers, all uh, put, uh, positioned all around your your garrison. That would look awesome. So, and then you could like hire a new, hire a uh, specific uh, flight master, like for instance the little Reven dress flight master. Uh, guy in your in your in your garrison. So many possibilities. Mm. So, and then professions. You could have you could have your your, your professions buildings. You could upgrade them with art assets from from your. Um, from your um, 
that you, um, what's it called? When you, when you get to a higher uh, or a newer expansion. Oh, yeah. So you can get art from the new expansion. Yeah, you could put that in there. So, so you could have like other, uh, other bolts from uh, of other types put in there, or you could like uh, as a guild you could. Yeah, again, there are so many possibilities that you that you can that you can work with there. Yeah. That's my take on on uh, on that stuff. Uh, we know Blizzard's listening, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, I hope they are. I really, really hope they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I hope that we we get rid of the borrowed power stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't really, don't really need that anymore. Right. Um, and if if it's something that we can that has a standalone value, why not why why destroy it basically or make it make it invalid when it's a perfectly good uh, when it's perfectly good content like the like the islands. Or imagine you going to the islands, uh, and I think uh, Akalon said that too. Imagine if you go on a timed island run. Mm. Now it's just, yeah, I'll eventually get to the amount of... Uh, of uh, as a right that you need, and the first one that gets to it um, wins, and then you leave again. Mm. What what if you you're supposed to do it within a certain amount of time? What what if uh, the NPCs are scaled differently so that? They're more aggressive, and the race is closer. So after, say, five minutes, the side that has the most Azerite gathered wins, and not the one that eventually reaches the limit wins. There are so many ways that you can that you can do it. And again, I, as I said. Earlier, my biggest gripe with Blizzard when they changed the world at Cataclysm was that they made the classic stuff unplayable, which has been remedied in a way now that they introduced classic servers. But still, why... Why not make it available at a decent 
level so you can still play it. Why not go and make the um, make the uh, mage tower available again? There is most likely a way where you can go back and do it. Same with with uh, with uh, death of Chromie or the the horrific visions uh, of of uh, of Nessoth. All those things they're just abandoned content. Right, which is a shame. Which is a shame. Yeah, my point. Yeah. So it's it's valuable our uh, valuable time has been spent in creating it. So why not from here on out or retroactively make if you have to make something that you eventually decide to abandon eventually or uh, not carry forward make it so that it's it's not going to lose its value you're just not going to carry it forward as a main feature but as a side feature that can still be played on a competitive level and that's what I meant to to circle back to to and ended with, with Torghast, where I started. This Torghast is the perfect example how you can do this. It's all borrowed power. There's no way why they shouldn't be able to do it. The only issue that I see why they wouldn't do it is because we don't want to. And that's, in my opinion, it's not good enough. Because Blizzard is just, it's, it's too great a feature. Torghast is too great a feature to just abandon. And since and this is where I, why I mentioned Karazhan. Karazhan is is by by definition, or not by definition, by 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 uh, it, it, it's uh, it's a place where time and space uh, connect, meet, overlap what not so it's reasonable that there is a copy of Torghast somewhere in or it's accessible in Karazhan so that's not totally beyond the realm of possibility so it doesn't even have to be a a uh, um, Karazhan themed tower. It's just that 
it's somewhere in the past because, as I said, time and space. So you can play the content from 100 years ago. Oh, hmm. um, that's what Tork that's what uh, Karazan is. It's a place where where anything is possible. If people want to read about the first um, in, of the introduction of Karazan, if you're interested in the history of Karazan, go and read the book The Last Guardian by Jeff Grubb. It's like the history of Khadgar coming to uh, to Karazan to be educated by Medivh. It's a really, really awesome book. It's one of my favorite books, actually, of the Warcraft universe. It's a pre-World of Warcraft, so it's a Warcraft novel, not a World of Warcraft novel. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely cool. I really, really like it. And it's available as, a, as an audiobook as well, if I remember correctly. Nice. Yes. So, yeah, that that is uh, that little story. As for my week, not as uh, elaborate as as the previous topic. Um. My troll has finally reached 50, a oh. troll hunter. And the Forsaken has reached 37, I believe. So they're well on their way. If I'm going to get uh, both of them to 58, I doubt it, before May 18th. I think I should be able to do it with the hunter, but most likely not with the priest. But the fact that um, the amount of exp experience you get when the pre-patch hits, when that changes, when all that changes, that should uh, help a little. So we'll see. Um, the priest after she dinged 35, has finally unlocked the artisan tailoring and is now, has was until then stuck at two, 225 because that was the end of the road after the expert uh, level was finished. Now she's at 255 and working with room cloth. Uh, so I'm about ready to start farming and this fit perfectly with the hunter that she reached 50 because that's about the time when you start getting rune cloth to drop. So I can just continue shipping all the cloth 
over to the priest so I can then craft and skill tailoring and then disenchant the stuff to then get uh, disenchanting points. Disenchanting is currently at 200, I believe, ish. So not too, not too bad. I had to make or had to get two more rods. I had to get the golden golden rod, uh, enchanted golden rod, and the uh, true silver one, true silver rod. The last one I need to get at, I think, 285 is the elementite rod, and that's going to be the really expensive one. Mm. I hope that I will be, or I, I hope that uh, the Burning Crusade is the expansion when uh, the next new one includes all the older ones with regard to being able to delete all the old uh, enchanting rods, oh, right. which at the moment you cannot do. So you have to keep them all. Yep. In your bag. So, I, in if I want to use them, yes, oh, I can put them in the bank, but then I can't disenchant. Right. So, uh, when it's an item that requires a silver rod. And the silver rod sits in my bank and I'm somewhere, then I have to go back to the bank and get the silver rod, even though I have a golden rod or a true silver rod, because it requires specifically the silver rod That's crazy. to enchant something or disenchant something. Yep. No, with the disenchanting, I'm not sure actually, but the enchanting definitely, because that's the uh, required. It says this spell requires this, that, or the other rod. So, yeah. Yeah, that really sucks. It's really, yeah, it's total of, we have the copper, silver, golden. Copper, silver, golden, true silver, five in total. So it's theoretically at the maximum, it's four wasted banks, uh, back slots. Yes. So, and then the adamantite rod is the one that comes uh, on top of that in the Burning Crusade, if I remember correctly. So that's six in total. And if it's not, if it doesn't include the previous ones, then it's six rods to carry around. 
yeah, not something I look forward to, but oh, I yeah. Bet. Um, so my, or the, um, professions, if you play classic, Mm. remember this, if you make the jump from or from the maximum of 300 mm. to the maximum skill of 375, which is the 75 additional points, skill points, when you learn Outlands, something, something on top of that. It's only one additional skill level, and it's 75 additional points, as it always is. But remember that when you learn something at at the outset, you learn, you start with something maximum skill 75. And then you go to the trainer and learn at, at 75 to 150. Again, 75 and 75 is 150. But you can go there at 50 already because there's because there's an overlap of 25 points mm. where you can learn the next stage of your profession 25 skill points ahead of time. It's the same thing here with Outlands. Meaning, you can learn the Outland skill, the Outland's profession skill, and the first recipes at 275 or 285. I can't remember exactly. Which means all those really, really expensive last 10 to 15 points at least you will not need to craft or do if you don't want to if you just want to breeze through to 375 you can just start off early with the cheap outlands right stuff skipping ahead as it were not skip ahead, but just uh, skip them. Right. So replace it, right. so to speak, which cost, which which saves you a crap ton of money, right. because those last ten, fifteen levels of maths are usually really, 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 really expensive. And if you go with with like the the uh, uh, profession of let's stick with enchanting. Uh, at one point, you need uh, five essences, two shards, mm. and some dust 
for one point. And that's the stuff that costs you like five gold or 10 gold for, for all that stuff for one point. And you need five or you need 10 or 15. Um, so for that, on the other hand, if you go to Outlands and you learn the Outlands skill, and then go around and as you do normally level there and wait a couple of hours and then disenchant some greens, you'll be able to make the same skill ups with one or two uh, dust from, from Outlands. That makes sense. Which yeah. Which basically you. costs you nothing. Right. So be aware of that little little aspect. Yeah, the same, the perfect, there's even an even better example. Skinning. When you initially start, what you do is you combine leather scraps into light leather. That gives you the first 30 points. If you really max it out, 30 or 40 points, and then you have a sizable chunk of, of, uh, of light leather to start with, along with the normal light leather that you, that you already collected mm. on the side. And then at the end, you're at two, let's, let's stick with 285. Let's not go back to 275. Let's stay with 285. Right. With skinning in Outlands, you collect uh, scraps of not hide leather. Not hide leather scraps. I can't remember the exact name, but like something, something not light leather scraps. Not hide leather scraps. <laughs> Those, they need to be combined. So what you do is you do skinning to, to skin and then you go to your leather worker and the leather worker has a skill to create not hide leather. Right. And you just take five scraps and put them in there and you have a skill point mm. rather than needing 30 rugged leather and three rugged uh, hides and God knows what else that costs you a crap ton of work or like sizable amount of gold for one skill point. So it's it's really easy to bridge that gap between the mid-80s, mid-280s to 300 in, in the um, in the time when you when you get to, to Outlands and you don't necessarily have to 
skill to next level. If you do have to because your guild needs something crafted and you're potentially the only one or you want something crafted, you want craft to craft something, obviously go for it. Right. I'm the last person that's going to hold it against you if you want to, to do that, if it needs to be done, sure. But if you can avoid it, if you have to like or if you if you want to save some money or whatnot this is the easiest way to save money is to not max out your your professions if you're at that stage of your progression with regards to to professions that being said my Final target, oh, my my uh, yeah, my final professions target is uh, of this uh, week or or the the time now is to get mining done mm. uh, be, because I need to get mining on my hunter to two forty five because that gives me access to thorium. And as I've said so uh, a few times before, thorium is where you get... Uh, Arcane crystals. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But no, that's not what I wanted to get at. Is uh, Thorium is what you need to craft the arrows that I need. Oh, right. The, 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 the big arrows. So, or the 17.5 17 or 18, something to that effect, uh, DPS bonus. And uh, that's uh, what I'm after. At least one set uh, I'm planning on at least getting getting one set of arrows um, so I can have that uh, at the outset when I enter Outlands eventually because it is a difference. Uh, there is a difference between 11 and 18 DPS bonus. So, even though it's not the cheapest, I'm definitely going to to get that done. And then, again, mining is merely a gathering profession, so I'll, I'll get there eventually um, as I level up. So, that shouldn't, shouldn't really be an issue. And that's been my week. Awesome. I tell you, I don't um, envy you and your your classic. Uh, I I might go back, but it's it's a it's a whole different world. It is, yeah. Yes, yes. Good job. 
I guess it's time for email now. Email sucks. Email. La data. You've got mail. Who's next? I'm addicted to you, baby. We got an email from Curly. Curly. Yes. Uh, Curly says, long time, long submission. XO, XO. Have a great day, Curly. All right, let's listen to Curly's audio. I'm so excited. I'm so glad he's playing again. Hello, Control Out Wow. This is Curly here with my submission um, on May 3rd, 2021 just shortly after listening to the most recent episode. Ha, ha, ha. So, um, Shadowland Slump. Yes, I'm feeling it. Um, I have more um, high, like, cap-level characters in an expansion than I think I've ever had, or at least in a long time. Um, I think right now I have six level 60s. Um... Yes, that's a motorcycle outside my window. Um, most, a couple of which I'm using right now um, to fill coffers because gold fall from the sky in this expansion. But um, you know the um, the covenant daily quests and all that stuff is is getting a little monotonous. Um, leveling from fifty to sixty is weird too. Like I know you have like the the threads of fate kind of thing, which is picked pick your own adventure kind of thing and then you can follow the story and you know sometimes going to one of those zones and you're in one of the world quests where you know you have to kill so many of this type of thing and it's like you get two percent per thing you kill which is like soul crushing um but nevertheless i still end up doing it anyways so Yes, more tunes, more tunes. Anyway, um, what else? What else do I want to talk about? Oh, allied races. So I think we've gone long enough since the introduction of Lightforge, Draenei, and Void Elves that we should be able to play them without having to play old content. That's just me, just my thoughts. Um, I do have all the allied races on my account one. <clears throat> I have none of them on my account two. I recently tried to do Lightforge Draenei and I got stuck at one of those invasion points um, back in Legion because back in the day there was like 800,000 people doing them all at once and they were a piece of cake. But when you're one little toonling trying to get your way through there, it didn't happen. So I had a meltdown. <laughs> I, I like complained to everywhere. Um, but so what I'm going to do now is just level that tune to 60, go back and hopefully it'll be a little easier. Um, PVP. So I've gotten into rated battlegrounds and they are so different than regular battlegrounds there is an organization to it that it's just actually kind of more fun um i mean you still get your behind kicked but it is a lot more fun and me and my one guildy who still plays um he actually has a arena partner 
that the three of us <laughs> went into one last night. Um, the other guy was level 59. My guildmate and I were both level 60. So we went in to a level 59 battleground. And oh my God, did we kick bottom. It was so much fun. Um, like, didn't even have to think about it. They couldn't kill me. They couldn't kill him. Um, we won. It was a lot of fun. Um, although it did kind of feel like cheating at the end of the day. But who cares? We won. It was a lot of fun. Um, Lich King time walking. Nobody knows how to do those dungeons. Like the Pit of Sauron um, is an unmitigated disaster at every turn. Nobody knows what they're doing. It's very frustrating. Um, and I love the Lich King. Lich King, the end of the end of Lich King and the beginning of Kata was just about the time I started to get into my wow groove. I came in about halfway through um, the second expansion, whose name I can't remember right now. Um, getting old, people. Yep. Uh, so, again, so Lich King and Kata, so towards the end of Lich King and the beginning of Kata, I had really started to figure out and learn how to play WoW. Um, as I recall at the time, I was also unemployed, so I got to play a wicked lot back then. Um, but, um, it is very frustrating because I do love those dungeons and I would love to get through them, but nobody can seem to do so. Um... Exile's Reach is the new starting zone I was having wowgasms over a couple of weeks ago. Um, I didn't know it was there. Um, I was re-rolling a, a um, Tarin Guardian Druid that I was luck lucky enough to be able to name Thunderhoof. I love Thunderhoof. Uh, more on that in a second. Um, so you get the option to do the regular starting area or the new starting area, which is this beautiful, lush island of greenness and wonderfulness. And there's a little bit of everything that you come across. And it's just, it was so much fun. And it's got its own little story. And if you haven't experienced it, I would totally recommend re-rolling a tune and just doing it. Um, it really was a lot of fun. Um, very creative, very fun. Uh, could I say fun another time? Uh, and again, I would totally recommend that anyone do it, even if you just roll the tune just to do it. Um, so, Thunderhoof. Thunderhoof. It's not, it's not Thunderhoof, it's Thunderhoof. So, she is... It's another motorcycle outside my window. Um, she is my guardian druid... Um, and Guardian Druid, and I have not been able to stop playing this tune. Um, I love rolling and bonding with the tune, um, and I re-rolled it just because I didn't like the name on the original tune, and so I've changed it, and now I just, I can't stop playing her. I'm playing her on Unrested XP. That should tell you how much I like playing this tune. That's bananas. Anyway, but I hope everyone has had a wonderful um Spring thus far, uh, double vaxxed here, yes, as of last Thursday. So in a couple of weeks, I'll be free as the wind. I am so relieved all of this COVID baloney is almost over. Uh, this is Curly. Ciao for now. Oh, Curly, it was so wonderful to hear from you. First of all, I want to say 
Um, if there's any chance that you're free on a Sunday night, we'd love to have you on the show. It would just, it would be really nice. And it's good to hear your enthusiasm. I can't believe six level 60s. Wow. <laughs> and you've inspired me. I'm going back to Bastion. If gold's falling from the sky. <laughs> I just love that. And I can't believe he has all the allied races. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I love the fact he says on one account, uh, not on account two. One of <laughs> us. One of <laughs> us. Uh, rated battlegrounds. Have you guys tried those? Is it fun? I tried once. There's a lot of uh, shouting and coordination and uh, okay. calling out targets. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not skilled enough. Oh, I might try it. Um, I think he was talking about Mister. Pandaria? Oh, the second expansion is technically uh, Lich King. Lich so. King, yeah, right, okay, yeah. Because, because technically Vanilla wasn't an expansion, right. but he might have thought about Burning Crusade. Right, oh yeah, Burning Crusade, right, right. Oh, he was also saying about how time walking is just a crap show sometimes. Yeah. Because nobody knows what to do with Pit of Sauron. Ah, Pit of Sauron is, yeah, no. Yeah. Forge Master. If you give any free advice, you get kicked. Mm. Oh, wow. Forge Master is hell. Yeah. Hell in the hand basket. Um, I haven't even thought about doing another Torrin, so I'm really uh, I'm intrigued that he did Thunder Hoof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I know what you mean about the new starting area. It is it is very nice and, and something different to do. So you're right, but I can't imagine playing on unrested XP. What? <laughs> what? what? Awesome! And congrats on uh, on being vaccinated. Yay! <laughs> Yay. One of yeah. us. One of us. Yeah. So not thanks. one of me. Not one of you. Not yet. Not yet, no. So thanks, Curly. It was awesome to hear from you. We look forward to hearing from you again. And like I said, if you're free on a Sunday night at 8 p.m., we would love to have you on the show. All right. And now's the time I get to play this. <laughs> darkness oh yeah we are the mighty clan of darkness of darkness we are the mighty clan of darkness fighting for bunny's rights oh bunny we shall never slay them and if we do we'll never tell we gotta have the f- 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 faith that Krishna will guide the way. Trust Krishna. He says not to slay the bunnies, but most of us still do. <gasps> we are the mighty clan of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness fighting for bunnies rights. C-O-D. Darkness. We 
are the mighty clan of darkness. Clan of darkness. Fighting for Bernie's rights. Clan of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness. Clan of darkness. Uh. Yeah. C-O-D, y'all. On the W-O-W. For bunnies, right? For the whole. For the bunnies. For the critters. For Java. For the old Java. <laughs> uh, they can't bounce up in here. How are the clans of darknesses and control alt wow on Nevikhoff and Worm Restacord doing this week? Well, it seems like people have been busy on both Urban Ring and I think um, Winterhoof. So this week at level 50, not level 60, level 50 people, mm-hmm. an expansion back, we have Vashti. Congratulations, Vashti. We have Gwyneth, and we have Lithuese. Congratulations to our lovers. And we need a song. Funny how time flies when you're having fun. And who's this song for? Well, uh, this week in leveling, Vashti got herself to Exalted with Clans of Darkness. All right. So thanks, everybody. Thanks, chat room. Thanks, Thank you, chat room. Shout out to Kyle. We know you're busy. And uh, we will patiently wait for your next episode of Blast from the Past. Mm-hmm. One more day for Children's Week, or, well, yeah. it'll probably be out tonight, so we have a few more hours for Children's Week, and uh, we'll be with uh, you. Thank, thank those players on the other servers for not stealing your mount again. Yes, thank you. Thank you for my mount. I got the long-forgotten hippogriff. I think I'm going to fly that one on April now. I mean, not to sound ungrateful, I love, 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 love the hive mine. Hive mine, yeah. Yeah, it's very Oh, yeah, definitely. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. It's impressive to fly. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Oh, by the way, that's, is that a new shirt, Grand Agus? Oh, yeah. I've worn (laughs) this, like, Three weeks now. Okay. Oh, okay. I love it. It's so cool. Not yeah. continuously in so Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, just so saying. You, you do eventually get it washed and stuff. Eventually, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, and I'm, uh, oh, that's the wrong shoulder. I'm showing off my, <laughs> my horde tattoo today. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of which, <laughs> this is the brilliant for the horde. This is Constructs for looking for those rare mounts. This has been Grand Nagus, rule of acquisition number 19. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye, guys.
Bye, guys. Bye, chat room. Bye, chat room. Thank you.